Amen. There's a word from the Lord today. Let me, as you prepare to receive this word, say a very special thank you to all of you that are viewing virtually, those of you who are here live in the sanctuary, in the balcony, in the church, even this morning at 8, so many, Friday night, good Friday night. I was so pleasantly pleased with so many that were here in the worship. I think somebody wants to serve notice on the devil. I've been stuck in the house long enough. Now, just I, I'm not picking on anybody, but some folk just got a stuck in the house mentality. <laughs> They're gonna stay stuck in the house. <laughs> but those of you who feel like my dear mother who will be 88 this year, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. It is so good to see you. There's a word this morning from the Lord on this Resurrection Sunday, two passages of scripture. Uh, the first is found in the gospel that was recorded by John, chapter 20 and verse 1, reading from the New Living Translation gospel that was recorded by John the disciple verse chapter 20 and verse 1 and then the reference by David in Psalms David in Psalms 30 and verse number 5 hear the reading of God's holy word John 20 and 1 New Living Translation Psalms 30 and 5 New King James Version hear what is said and recorded in the book of John. Early on Sunday morning, somebody just said early Sunday morning. <laughs> every, every preacher got an early Sunday morning service, Deacon Lumpkin, early Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Matthew says, at the dawn of a brand new day. <laughs> I like that. Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. Early Sunday morning, at the dawn of a new day, the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. And then David writes these most profound, iconic words in Psalms 30 and 5. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night. I want to make sure I'm in the right place. But joy comes in the morning. I want to speak to you the next few moments from the subject, a joyful morning. A joyful morning. Now do me a favor. Before you take your seat, just look around at somebody. Don't hug, don't touch. Somebody say, Pastor, when are we getting back to that? Somebody say, never. <laughs> Just look at somebody and say, good morning. Take your seat, if you will. A joyful morning. Good morning. I said to the congregation this morning at 8 that we have heard that greetings, those expressions, those words so many times. They roll off our lips and out of our mouth without even thinking. Wake up in the morning on the way to get your coffee, pass somebody, good morning. Walk into a building, good morning. See somebody, good morning. But I'm here to declare that 2,000 years ago, early Sunday morning, was indeed a good morning. 
Clap those hands. Listen, there's a quote, a great quote, wonderful quote, in the book entitled To Kill a Markingbird. The book was written by Harper Lee. It's an iconic expression. In fact, perhaps the greatest quote in the book says this, things are always better in the morning. <laughs> I'm going to deal with the attitude of that later on in the message. But things are always better. See, only optimistic people can say that. Those of you who are stuck on pessimism, <laughs> those of you who are stuck on, I'm always be broke, I'm always be sick, I'm always go through something, then you are stuck in the night. But to those of us who, who think a little differently, things are always better. Somebody shout in the morning. Old church used to sing, Bill, in the morning. <laughs> We're at Deacon Albert Simmons, isn't it? That's when they used to lead devotion, when I rise. Oh, the church would clap so hard, we have callus on our hands. Stump our feet in the morning, when I rise. And we sing the same verse over and over again. I mean, they didn't, have, they didn't mix it up too much. If they like it, they keep singing it, Pastor Lawson. In I'm a rise holy, when I rise. But the old church knew something. They knew that in the morning is the dawn of a brand new day. Yes, things are always better in the morning. Now listen, this quote suggests that no matter how bad things are in a given day, this is for someone who's been through something in the last year, the last months, last two years. One can always look forward to things becoming better in the morning, the next day. Listen, metaphorically speaking, mornings represents a fresh start. Morning represents a new beginning. It represents a transition from darkness to light. <laughs> yes, to some, perhaps the morning means the end of a horrible nightmare. Had a nightmare last night, but the morning has come. Now, here's, here's what the Lord placed in my heart as I was working on this message and said to the Lord, I need something that can connect the dots between what we've been through for the last two years and where we are now. And the Lord dropped this in my spirit. And he says, after all we have been through for the past two years involving COVID-19, I am sure that at least someone under the sound of my voice can benefit from a joyful morning. Can I get a witness? In fact, I am, let me change that. I am sure that someone in here is thankful this day for a joyful morning. Look at someone and say, it didn't have to be this way. In fact, would you clap those hands and give God your best praise right now? This, this would be a good time to give God your best praise for joyful. Look at somebody and say, good morning. It is a joyful morning. I need you to note something for me. That the transition from night to morning is not just a change in what we experience. Transition from night to morning is also, and perhaps even more importantly, a change in our mindset. 
Uh, if you're going to move on from darkness to light, if you're going to move on from sorrow, hurt, uh, to joy and gladness, it begins with your mindset. Uh, Paul understood this when he writes to the church in Philippi. He writes these words in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Paul says, fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable. Fix your thoughts. Think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Problem we have is that God has moved on and we're still stuck. God has flipped the script. And God has changed it. And we're now at the dawn of a new day. Not just a new day, but a new era in your life. Some folk are still stuck with that old mindset. You still can't shake what happened to you last year. Still can't shake all the horrible, horrific things you have gone through. Seems like every time you want to rejoice, the enemy brings sorrow back and holds you down. But I heard Paul in Philippians says, fix your thought uh, on what is true and honorable and right. Think about the things that are excellent. Think about the things that are worthy of praise. You have to wake up and say, this is the day the Lord has made. I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, some of you may say, well, I, I don't have too much to be happy about. I choose to rejoice. I choose to be happy. Sick, but I choose to rejoice. Broke, but I choose to rejoice. Going through family crisis, but I choose to is there anyone in here today choose to rejoice? Do you choose to be happy? Do you choose to be joyful? If you're going to sit there and you're going to frown and mourn and be depressed all day, go find somebody else to sit by next Sunday. <laughs> Tell them, I don't even want to deal uh, with, the, with, with the stuff you're putting out because some of you have been through too much to come to worship and not choose to rejoice. Or to rejoice, I say, in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall always be in my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Stand up for just 10 seconds and declare I choose to rejoice. Woo. Lord, I'm thankful. Woo. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. How and what, I don't want you to miss this point. This is a significant point. Woo. I've gone over this quote in this point. In fact, my son DJ and I were on the phone late last night just verifying this quote. Uh, how and what we think about what happens to us in life is very important to our success. I want you to hear this. See, see you, you think what is important to your success is your next job. You think your next relationship. If I can just... Find me a good man, Pastor Jackson. I say, you have one. His name is J-E-S-U-S. And men, you can love him too, okay? J-E-S-U-S. Listen, how and what we think is so vital to our success. 
There's a wonderful quote written by a saint of the Roman Catholic Church. Her name is St. Teresa of Avila. She, she was born in the 1500s. Uh, she was canonized in 1522 by Pope Gregory for her missionary work. And quite honestly, and I went back between services just to make sure, I, I read some of the things that were written about her. It said, Pope Gregory says um, that we honor her because of her optimistic view about troubling times. Uh, she, she said this. This is one of her most iconic quotes. I want you to take a picture of this because I want you to hear this. Listen to what she said. She said, in light of heaven, <laughs> and Deacon Lumpkin, this is for you because I know what you've been through. In light of heaven, the worst suffering on earth will be seen to be no more serious than one night in an inconvenient hotel. <laughs> Let me help you out. How many of you ever went and had a bad night in a bad hotel? The bed was soft, heater didn't work, air condition didn't work, TV didn't work, Mother Jackson, bugs in the room. I mean, just, 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 just a horrible night in a bad hotel. But the consolation was you were on your way home. Now, now, I want you to hear me. How many of you have walked in the house, dropped your luggage in the floor, and these words came out of your mouth? So glad to be home, to sleep in my... Y'all got it. <laughs> That one inconvenient night in that bad hotel didn't ruin your life because you knew it was just one night. Ooh, I'm going somewhere. Paul picks this up in 2 Corinthians 5 and 1. If this earthly house of this tabernacle be dissolved, we've got a building of God, house not made by hand. Thank you, St. Teresa, who reminded us all of our struggles will be worth it when we get to heaven, when we see Jesus. Somebody say, when I see Jesus. Oh, all that you go through is going to be worth it when God says, well done, that good and faithful servant. I know it's been hard. I know you've had a difficult time. But the good news is that it won't last always. Oh, the old optimistic church used to say, I'm so glad trouble don't last always. Better days are coming by and by. When I reach that city way up in the skies, troubles will be over. I'll be home at last. Somebody say better days are coming by and see your attitude about what you go through matters a lot as it relates to your success don't let your sickness ruin your attitude toward God's goodness may I preach to somebody don't let your trouble ruin your attitude towards how great your God is. Ooh. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Ooh, I feel like preaching. Is there anybody in here had to praise God through your pain, through your suffering, through your back pain? Uh, I saw you. Heart goes out. Some of you have to press your way and what concerns me uh, so much is that I see some of these saints of old in such excruciating pain and suffering pressing their way out to worship and all these healthy, young, vibrant bodies are sitting home in the bed. God has been too good for you not to praise God. Is there anybody anywhere know you owe God at least one praise? 
You owe God a praise. This is a good time to praise God for a joyful morning. Come on, give God, give God. Woo! Woo! Yeah, yeah, yes. I can see, I can see the breaking of day. Listen. And here's what the Lord told Paul. Paul says, I, I had a thorn in my flesh. I suffered mightily. I prayed to God at least three times. Lord, remove it. God said to me, my grace is sufficient in your times of need. Listen, even if you don't get a healing, you ought to praise God for grace. Somebody ought to praise God for grace. Listen, listen, listen to the text. Let us now turn to our text references, two text references, and examine what they say to us concerning a joyful morning. One of the references is an actual occurrence, and the other is an emotional experience. In the actual occurrence, John chapter 20, verse 1, Matthew chapter 28, verse 1, we have a description of what was arguably the greatest morning in the history of the universe. This was an actual occurrence. Jesus the Christ, who had done no wrong, three days earlier, as we said on Friday night, found himself hanging there between two thieves on an old, as the church says, rugged cross. Ah, here he is on Friday night, stretched wide, hung high between two thieves. John chapter 19 and verse 30 says he uttered out of his mouth one of the final words of Jesus. He simply says, it is finished. Then the verse says, and then he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. Ooh. Friday night. I'm going somewhere. Somebody say Friday night. Uh, he was in the grave. Friday night. The enemy thought he had won. Friday night. The Roman government thought Jesus was done. Friday night, the religious leaders thought they had rid themselves of Jesus forever. It was night. It was dark. It seemed to have been bleak. Jesus' body was then taken off the cross by a man named Joseph Arimathea, placed in a new tomb tomb, the text says had never been used, with a huge stone placed at the entrance. You saw the dramatic presentation earlier. Stone was placed there because the leaders went back to the Roman authorities and said, we don't want his followers to steal his body and claim he had risen. So they put, listen, an unmovable stone with live guards to guard the stone. But it was night. It was night. Friday night in the grave. Saturday night in the grave. But early here it is. Sunday morning, things were transitioning. Woo. <laughs> Woo, I'm preaching to someone. Can I give you a prophetic word about your life? You are somewhere between Friday night and Sunday morning. Look at somebody and say, I am somewhere between Friday night and Sunday morning. I had a hard time 
but I'm about to get over it. <laughs> Woo! You've been through the worst of it. Things are about to turn in your favor. I'm preaching to someone right now. You've been sick, busted, disgusted, but Sunday morning is on the horizon. You've got to believe it before you see it. You've got to praise God for it before it happens. Anybody can praise God after you see a brand new day. But can anybody dance, dance, dance all night? Come on. Clap those hands. Clap. In fact, in fact, is there anybody in the house that's in between morning and night and you know that God is going to work it out? Do me a favor. Uh, just stand on your feet and put your hand in the devil's face and say, God is about to turn. Come on and turn one time. feel like preaching. Daddy is dead. Mama is dead. Wife died. Husband died. Grandmama died. But God is about to I like drama. The reason I like drama, Bill, because it is a visible presentation of what the word declare. Sometimes you gotta jump up and turn around in the devil's face just to let him know that God is about to. Somebody over here, God is about to turn your situation. Somebody over here, God is about to turn your situation. Come on, come on, Shabbat God, cry out with a loud voice, turn it around, Lord turn it around. Over 2,000 years ago, an actual occurrence. Ooh, God turned it around. And early Sunday morning, at the dawn of a brand new day. Ooh, I, I'm trying to leave that. I'm trying to leave that. I feel like preaching. Y'all give me some help on this call. It's my early Sunday morning at the dawn of a brand new day something good was about to happen God told me to tell you somebody in here before the week is over something good is about to happen to you Look at your neighbor, say, neighbor, something good is about to turn in your favor. Come on, can I hear you praise him? Can I hear you praise him? That was the 
actual occurrence. <laughs> and here is the emotional experience. David, the great grandson of a prostitute by the name of Rahab. Did y'all know that? I'm going to teach about that Tuesday night. The greatest king ever was the great grandson of a harlot. The Bible called her, I didn't call her, this is what the Bible said, the prostitute by the name of Rahab. That's a sermon all by itself. Don't tell me God can't bring something good out of a bad situation. Somebody said, turn it around. David, second king of Israel. David, son of Jesse. David writes these words. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor whew, is for life. I need you to see something in this one verse. Weeping, somebody just shout one time, may, 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 may. Just, just, just say it again, say may, may, may. Now look at somebody and say, it may not even last all night. <laughs> Weeping may endure for a night. Ooh. Here's the transition. Here's the transition. But joy. May is conditional. But joy is actual. But joy comes in the morning. Three key insights that I want to share with you from these texts, this particular one, and we're done. Three key insights. Insight number one is this. We all at some point in our lives will suffer through what feels like horrible, nightmarish experiences. Please look at somebody and say, you are not by yourself. You're not the only one who toss and turn that night. You're not the only one whose children and family seem to be driving you crazy. <laughs> You're not the only one who money is funny and change is strange. Ooh, you're not the only one that go fill up your tank and you say, Lord, have mercy. I need some relief. You're not the only one who's received a bad diagnosis. And yes, you're not the only one who's ever buried a loved one. We all have been there. September the 27th, 2006 was midnight in my family's life. Whew, it was horrible. It was dark. October the 1st, when we rolled my father down this aisle. Whew, had to stand, look at that casket closing over his face for the last time. It was hard. Didn't know how I can get back up. But God said that was midnight. That was a nighttime experience. But the good news is this. The nightmare is only for a moment. I'm here to let you know that you got to get up, brush yourself off, stand up, hold your head up high, and say, I will still bless God. I've had a hard moment. I've had a difficult few days. It's been a hard year, but it's only Somebody says, only for a moment. Can I preach to somebody? 
God says, I see your suffering. Haven't forgotten about your pain. But I'm here to tell you, better days are coming with your name on it. Here's the second key insight that I want to leave with you is this. The morning will come, but we must first get through the night. You can't skip night and go straight to morning. <laughs> Who am I preaching to? <laughs> you can't fast forward. Listen, I don't ever watch anything live on television anymore. I, I record everything because I'm so impatient. I don't want to see the commercials. I, I don't want to hear another car commercial. No disrespect to J.P. Holly, uh, crematory, mortuary. I don't need to see no more of your commercials. I love all of you, but, but I just want to get straight to my show. And so I'm able with technology to fast forward the things I don't want to see. But you can't do that with life. Can I preach to somebody? You can't fast forward the night. Listen, morning occurs only after the night is over. You want to get to the morning? You've got to get through the night. Say that again. I, some, some of you ought to put that out on social media or whatever handle that you have. Says in order to get to the morning, you must first get through the night. Guess what? If you give up at night, you'll never see morning. If, if, if you throw the tower in at night, you will never experience morning. You've got to go through some things to get to something that's greater. Uh, God says, on the other side of this, after you have suffered a little while, God will perfect, God will bless you, with something better in your life. Woo, somebody say, get through it. Come on, say, get through it. Come on, somebody help me say, get through it. Somebody say, Lord, I'm coming through this. Come on, I feel like preaching. Somebody say, Lord, I'm coming through this. Come on, somebody say, Lord, I'm coming through this. Lord, I'm coming through this. Trouble in my way. I had to cry sometime. I laid awake at night, but that's all right. Jesus will fix it after a while. Anybody ready to come through this? Stand to your feet and say, Lord, I am coming through this. I'm coming through it. Come on and walk through it. Everybody take one step out. Come on, take a step through it. Take a step through it. Now look back at where you come from and say, God has been good to me. God has been good to me. He brought me, he brought me from a mighty long ways. Can I preach? Should I preach? Somebody help me say, he brought me. Say, he brought me. He brought me from a mighty, from a mighty, from a mighty, mighty, mighty long ways. Look. Woo. We're ready to go. But as you stand to your feet, if you can, don't stand and you don't have, you can't understand. Sit there, Deacon Lumpkin, don't you move, sit right there. But the third and the final insight says the sun always rises in the morning. Now you all think I'm talking about S-U-N, but I've got news for you. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, the S-O-N 
always rises in the morning. Can I speak into your life? The S-O-N is about to rise in your family, is about to rise on your house, is about to rise on your job. The S-O-N will rise in the morning. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, hold your head up high. Joy comes in the morning. Joy, joy, joy. Woo! Anybody want to give God a praise? Get your mic, Bill. Come on. Y'all, come on. I need my help to come. Come on. Ah, ah. Somebody asked me, Pastor Jackson, if you know that there will be a joyful morning, what am I to do at night? I've got news for you. Uh, at night, look at somebody and say, at night. Y'all know I don't have but one song, right? At night, at night, at night. I wish I could hug and touch you, but I can't. But look at your neighbor and say, at night. Say, neighbor, at night. When I think of his goodness and all he's done for me, I'll dance, 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 dance all night, all night. All night, all night. Wave your hands at somebody and say, When I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, when I think of his goodness and how he set me free, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to dance. I'm going to dance. I'm going to dance. Oh, night. Come on, Bill. When I think of his goodness, but he's done for me. When I think of his goodness, I don't care what he's done. I can't say, can't say, can't all night. One more time. Woo! When I, when I think of his goodness, what he's done for me. When I think of his goodness, I can't say, Tell you, Bill. Ah. When I think of his goodness, what he's done for me. Come on, meet me at the altar and dance. Dance in the devil's face. Uh, leave his seat if you're in. Come on. Come on. Somebody, meet me at the altar. Come on. That's right. Leave your seat if, if you can. If you want to dance. Ah, that's right. Somebody. Woo. What am I going to do at night? I'll tell you what I'm going to do at night. One more time. When I. Think of his goodness. What he's done for me. When I think of his goodness. I ain't down on Calvary. I can dance, 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 dance. Somebody leap for joy. Come on in. I tell you to leap. I can dance. I can dance. I can dance. I can leap. I can leap. I can dance. Dance the night away. The night away and wait on the morning. Come on. Woo! Yeah. Woo! We've got to go. We've got to go. We've got to go. Uh, listen. Lift those hands.
You remember I told you your attitude about the night will determine your success in the morning? When many of you were in the world, some of you still go and dance the night away. It's all right, I ain't mad at you. Okay. And, and see, when you were out there in your party attitude, listen, the, the harder your week was, the more intense your partying used to be. I know y'all were like that. You walk into place, say, I've had a hard week. I'm here to dance the night away because you know it's over. There's a wonderful, powerful song. And Sister Anita Baker and Marvin Winans wrote some years ago. It's one of my absolute favorite songs as it relates to the morning. The altar is now open for anyone who feels as if I am transitioning. See, don't you be ashamed. Don't you be ashamed to admit that I'm in transition from nighttime to morning. But I stopped by to let you know it'll be all over in the morning. Listen to the lyrics of the song. Ain't no need in worry what the night is going to bring. Do me a favor and look at somebody and say it'll be all over in the morning. There's a fear of nightfall when darkness comes and cover it all. Sometimes we feel pain, but there are things that we can't change. Just pray because ain't no need to worry what the night is going to bring. Look at somebody and say it'll be all over in the morning. We've got a special treat. We've got our very own Anita Baker, Sister Janelle Mitchell. We've got somebody even better than Marvin Winan, Elder Bill Lloyd. They're going to tell you right now, ain't no need to worry. Come on, make your way to this altar. Ooh, listen to that. That's my testimony, y'all. It'll be all over in the morning. Gonna be over in the morning. 
Psalms 30 and 5 says, For weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Whew. Guess what? It's transitioning. I see a transition in what you're going through. I see a transition how you feel I see a transition in even what you think why there will be in your life a joyful morning so do me a favor look at somebody once again and simply say good morning <laughs> it'll be all over the time Tell him, man. Oh, it'll be, it'll be all over uh, in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Those of you that are here, the elders and the ministers are waiting to minister to you personally. You want to commit your life to the Lord? Amen. You can go talk to someone right now after this prayer, and they will lead you in the process. It is very simple. Uh, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. And the Bible says, not just Pastor Jackson, but the Bible says, and you shall be saved. If you want to transition from night to morning, then you give your heart to the Lord and watch God turn your life around. Someone, something great is about to happen. <laughs> Someone is about to have a joyful morning. I'm not talking about a period of time. I'm talking about something is about to happen in your life that will transition you from nightfall to morning, from midnight sadness to morning joy. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for a resurrection Sunday morning. Thank you for reminding us that because you got up, we can get up too. Thank you for reminding us that the best is yet to come. Hold on, my brother. Hold on, my sister. Uh, it's not going to always be like this. God, I can see as Matthew writes, as the new day was dawning, there's a new day about to dawn in somebody's life. Whew. Yesterday is over. Last night is over. Last week is over. Last two years, they are now behind us. Got something new, something good, something better is about to happen and we say thank you this is our prayer 
In your name we pray. And the church said thank you. And somebody say thank you. And somebody say thank you. Clap those hands. As you go back to your seat, wave at two people and say good morning. Come on, come on, tell them good. Tell them good morning. for the benediction I want to announce that on next Sunday at 8 o'clock I'm only preaching at 8 because Bishop Paul Morton would be here at 11 but I will be concluding the series that God has given us all year that faith matters and the last message in that series I will share at 8 o'clock simply says the faith to stand still God says to me need you to end this series by sharing with those sometimes the greatest faith you need is the faith to do nothing but stand still and wait on the Lord if you want to hear that you got to meet me here at 8 and come back at 11 we always celebrate with Bishop Paul Martin amen Let me also say, as we prepare for our vision offering, a very special thank you. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Historically, on Resurrection Sunday, we've asked for a special offering, but the Lord says not to do that this year. We're going to ask you to give something special, give something extra to the vision. The vision is, if you put up that picture of the youth zone, this is what your offering is going to go towards. This is a youth and children's zone over there. The plan's already done. Contractors are bidding on it. It's going to cost over $2 million. And God says, I need you to do this in a unique way. I need you to do this by asking people to give $7 a week. Let me tell you, the critics said, how can you ever build a $2 million building with $7 a week? But here's what... I've reminded you, we give, God multiplies. Amen. Last Friday, this past Friday, sitting in my chair about to get up, someone handed me a note that Usher gave. Someone from Orangeburg, South Carolina, not a member of the church, came. and They said, I want you to put this in Pastor Jackson's hand. It was a check for $500 for the vision offering. See, we don't call names here. We don't have VIP given, and all, all of you are VIP. If you give one dollar, you're just as important as someone who gives 500. And then last week, I got a note from our staff, and I said, This is only God, Mother Jackson. I said, Pastor Jackson, I want to let you know that one of our members gave a special offering to Vision. I said, thank you. They said, it was $7,000. They didn't want their names called, no pat on the back, and God reminded me, if you give, I'll multiply. So this is going to be done because God's doing it. 100% of everything you give in this vision offering goes towards that project, those projects. None of it pays salary. None of it pays light bill. And I just want to say thank you. Now do me a favor. Stand to your feet all over this place right now. All over this place. And and God said, we're going to do something a little different. I want you to get, if you got an envelope, and I just want you to bring it at the appropriate time. We're just going to lay it at the altar. If you've given online, I just want you to come in faith. We don't walk around anymore to give, but every now and then, we just want to demonstrate our faith.
Because God says, I see you. I trust you. Amen, somebody. If you give, listen to the last thing God said to me. That Daryl, I want you to tell them, as they give, I'll multiply in their lives. I'll multiply in their lives. Somebody, God is getting ready to multiply something in your life right now. God's getting ready to do something that eyes have not seen, nor have ears heard. Amen. It's going to be all over in the morning. Get that offering in your hand. Choir is going to take us out with a song that says, you know, I, I like to go back, Bill. <laughs> they look at me and say, you get stuck on the same songs. I, I'm limited like that. I, I get something I like. I keep singing. <laughs> Amen. The best is yet to come. Look at somebody and say, hold on, my brother. Hold on, my sister. Y'all, so we've been singing that for a long time. Yeah, I mean, the best is yet to come. But I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. Then we're going to offer the benediction. Amen. We're going to offer the benediction. Remember, children's ministry, youth ministry outside with the special gift. God told me to do this. And if you've got it, just come and drop it at the altar. And deacons, let them stay there at the altar until they're all finished giving. Amen. Just let it stay there because God says this altar is going to be anointed for multiplication. <laughs> if you've given virtually, just, just walk by and wave at it. Amen. God says, I'm going to multiply some things in your life. Thank you to the virtual audience. Uh, you can give as you normally do. Amen. Give as you normally do. Lift those hands to the Lord all over this place. Lift those hands all over this place. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you this day. We thank you, Lord, for reminding us uh, that there will be a joyful morning. Uh, early Sunday morning at the dawn of a brand new day the stone was rolled away weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning thank you for those that are sacrificing thank you for those that are trusting you thank you Lord for we're doing this in an unusual way we're going to build this building and we aren't going to put a burden on the future generations as we do this thank you for those who trust you thank you so much for those who trust my leadership that you've given me in this ministry I humbly recognize that you get the glory I bless those that desire to give and don't have please remind everyone under the sound of my voice that you don't judge the amount of their gift but the intent of their hearts. And we pray for a blessing on their lives. Now may the grace of God, sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, tomorrow, and forevermore. And everybody that loves the Lord said amen. 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 Come on, choir. Remind us that the best is yet to Come, drop those offerings out. Come on, right now, right now. Come on, clap those hands as we go out. You've got to hold on. That's right, come on. You've got to hold on. God's going to blow your mind. He's going to make it worth your time. For all of the troubles you've been through. The blessing doubled just for you. 
Guess what? Today is the first day. Today is the first day of Thank you, choir. God bless you. Come on, take us higher. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We're so glad that you chose to share your worship experience with us. If you desire prayer, please call 1-888-776-1238. There are many safe, secure, and easy ways to give to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Online giving is available to both members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org. You can choose to give through your bank, checking, debit, or savings account. You can give via our mobile giving app by texting BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. You can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will also be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you feel as if this service was a blessing to you or if you were moved by the message in any way, please be sure to share it with your family and friends. For additional announcements and for more information, be sure to visit our website. That's bwcar.org.